Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Monkeypox, a viral illness that comes from the same family as smallpox. It starts out similar to the flu and it can cause rashes. It typically circulates in West Africa, though recently now there's been more than 100 confirmed cases in places like the UK, Canada, Italy, France, places it's not usually found. Children are the most at risk and it can cause some complications during pregnancy. This part of the show is brought to you by Monkeypox. Holy crap. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, good God. Yes, monkeypox. Um, That's the only one of our sponsorships that actually has the word <laughs> crap in it. Now, um, that doesn't mean uh, that uh, some of the uh, commercials on our station haven't been full of crap over the last couple of months. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I hesitate to mention that, but, yeah. uh, um, uh, but that's the only one that actually uses the word. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I probably think rightly right. so. Actually, <laughs> based um, on that, it's not a. The good thing about monkeypox is, yeah, it's it's. Wait, there's not any good things about yeah, monkeypox. Well, okay, the uh, n- not quite as bad thing about monkeypox, which could be worse, is that uh, it's showing up in certain places, but it's not a pandemic yet. We we have an election yeah, coming bullet, up. Bulletins as they happen. We have an election coming up, Chris. This could be turned into well, a pandemic. I, I am not going to vote for monkeypox. <laughs> um, monkeypox, by the way, uh, we first alerted this to you last Thursday here with Casper and Chris. It is now increased 100% in the United States. Oh, great. So we, we had two cases now? Two cases now. Oh, One wow. has been confirmed in Florida and the other, I think it was Massachusetts. Um, both people Gosh, had been traveling out of the country oh, and brought it back into the country. Say, now, where did those two meet? My guess would have been Florida. Um, also, Europe uh, has seen a uh, 100% increase, uh, doubling over the last week. But as Chris said, the semi-good news to this is that even though it's doubled, it's gone from 10 cases to 20 cases. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not catching terribly rapidly yet. However... You don't want to see every week this thing doubling because if it doubles every week, it doesn't take very long, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we've got millions of people with monkeypox. What, what was the thing? If you uh, if you put one penny in the bank and then double it every day, it's like what is it? Something um, like thirty thirty so days? You have a, over a like, million dollars. Well, you can get a billion pretty easily. Yeah. However, there is there aren't any banks that pay you double every day. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be cool. Um, the other good thing is. For those people who want to get a vaccine, which, I mean, we've seen during, you know, COVID, there mm-hmm. are people that are completely against getting vaccinated. Um, there is a vaccine for, uh, I believe, for monkeypox. Um, the other thing is, it's, oh, good. it's difficult. Add to, the, add, add to the ones nobody's getting. It's difficult to transmit monkeypox. You have to have prolonged contact with somebody who, who has, has open monkey. sores and, and monkeypox. Really? Um, or prolonged contact with clothing or, you know, bedding. So if somebody who has monkeypox has slept in a bed and you sleep in that bed too, possibility of contracting it that way. And, of course, the other scary way that we told you about last week where Europe thinks most of the cases, and we're talking, you know, Spain, Portugal, um, other countries like that, they believe are being passed by sexual contact. So that's with, the other way you can catch with it. With monkeys? With somebody who has monkeypox. Now, where the original one came from, I'm not saying. 
long as it's not the United States, I guess I'm okay with it. If you put two and two together and you come up with four, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. up to you of where you think monkeypox actually came from. I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm, known, not, I'm not saying. I've known, I don't know. Could, uh, I've known guys who could put two and two together, get three, and then win a case <laughs> or, or and win, win their case in court with that same reasoning. I'm not a virologist, so I'm not going to come up with that. Uh, by the way, um, we're looking at a couple of really nice days today, and then it's going to get ridiculously hot for one day later this week. We're getting to 90 on Thursday. We're going to be uh, well, 70s today and tomorrow, 80s on Wednesday, 90s, and then... I don't think 90 is ridiculous. I think it's just approaching ridiculous. Well, it's, for me, I'm not ready for 90s. Okay. Yet. Plus, I, I don't want to see all the uh, snow that is melting in the mountains melt too quickly. The good news is it's only going to last one day by the Memorial Day weekend, which if you haven't been keeping track at home, this is Memorial Day weekend, the mm-hmm. official, unofficial kickoff to your summer. Yes, I know summer doesn't happen until June 21st. But everybody usually counts June or May Labor Day. You know, you know, Memorial Day. Those times in in, in between the summertime. You, you know, which people never seem to know when Memorial Day is. The people who don't get Memorial Day off. Yeah, why would you care? We get it off, so we always we, know when it is. We were already talking about it this morning. Yeah, uh, Nathaniel, our producer, said Happy Monday, and I go Mondays are never happy. However, except. next week, next Monday is going to be Happy Monday. Yeah, it's an exception. Because at this time, we uh, will not be even awake. At least I won't. I can't guess I can't speak for you. Providing I'm you, not, not going to be providing awake at this time next week. Uh, I, will, I will definitely be awake, but I'll still be at home. Um, since we're talking a little bit about cooler weather coming from Memorial Day weekend, it would be nice if Wednesday, Thursday could be Saturday, Sunday. But we're going to be back down in the 60s for Memorial Day weekend. Um, the good news is, do you remember what the temperatures were last year, this week? Uh, Memorial Day week? No, I don't. A hundred degrees. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, oh, we that's were, true. We had a we had a scorching May, and then uh, June was was more mild. It was still hot in June, but still hot. Yeah, you're yeah. right. July had, was more. We mild. had a lot of 100 plus degree days last year. The good news is we are not so far having that and not expecting it, um, which means recreation enthusiasts are predicted to get a little more time than originally forecast to enjoy Lucky Peak, Cascade, and Deadwood Reservoirs this year. For those of you who were afraid that you were going to get your irrigation turned off in July, which is what they were talking about just a month ago, that irrigation was going to be turned off really early this year, it's looking more like it's going to be close to a normal water year for irrigation. I hate when they turn off irrigation because of you know how we need it to grow food. Yeah, no. And then your lawn all of a sudden, well, you don't have to worry about your lawn. Your lawn's yellow all well, year I, round. I was going to say, I should worry about my <laughs> lawn. I just don't happen to worry too much about it. Um, so it looks like irrigation will be on at least uh, through uh, August, possibly into September, although normally you would get to most places um, water until October. So we probably won't get that this year. But the draw- drawdown of Lucky Peak has been extended probably two to three weeks. So they were looking at a draw, starting to draw down Lucky Peak July 1st because of lack of water, and now it's been extended at least until the uh, middle of uh, July, which means it'll get through 4th of July weekend before they start drawing down the water and you're having to worry about no place to dock your boat. Um, but normally drawdown begins you know, the end of July, but this year it'll be just a couple weeks earlier, all thanks to the cooler temperatures and a lot more snow that we've received in May, which, by the way, um, May, um, more snow in the mountains than all of February and all of March combined. Is that right? Yeah. So, good news. 
April was also good. KBOI News Time is 6.15. Our phone lines are open this morning. As we get back to work, you have something you want to talk about? And it's a happy Monday for you? Feel free to give us a call. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Let's get our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Two locations now to serve you in Meridian, off Wells Avenue, and also off Gowan uh, in East Boise. Get in for lunch or dinner. They are open up 1030 every day, Monday through Saturday. Good morning. The Western Conference Finals were on last night. The Golden State Warriors held a two-games-to-nothing edge as they went into the matchup against the Dallas Mavericks. And Steph Curry was ready. Curry with the ball. Left-hand dribble to the paint. Seasoned defender in Finney Smith. Retreats out to the three-point line. Still with a handle all the way. Crossover twice. Right hand waves Moody away. Wants that left side of the floor. Fakes and fires. It's a three. It's up and good for Curry! That was just ridiculous. Yeah, Curry was on last night. 31 points from him. You had another 27 points from Andrew Wiggins. 19 from Clay Thompson. And the Warriors were just too much again for the Dallas Mavericks. 109 to 100 was the final score. And they now hold a three games to nothing edge in that series. After the game, Steve Kerr, he agrees. Steph Curry's pretty tough to guard. Steph was brilliant tonight. His conditioning level is um, amazing you know to the, they're putting him in every pick and roll and he's out there flying around defensively and then uh, playing at such a high level on the offensive end uh, it's remarkable to watch him play so again the warriors look like they're on track to get back to the nba finals they lead three games to nothing in that series tonight you'll get game four of the eastern conference finals it'll be the miami heat leading two games to one when they take on the boston celtics tonight at 6 30 i'm rick worthington listen to kboi online go to kboi.com and click the listen live button now back up mike casper and chris walton this is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This is a rare illness. It can be dangerous and occasionally fatal, though most people recover from it. And experts stress this is not going to be the next pandemic. First of all, there are a number of treatments and even a vaccine for this already. Most people recover from it. And the U.S. has a stockpile of vaccines for every American if that were to become necessary. Monkeypox. Um, text message in 208-336-3700. The K is silent in monkeypox, you guys. So it's moneypox. Moneypox. Uh, monkeypox. Got well, it. I, okay. I've heard money talks, but not moneypox. Uh, email mike at kby.com. Fearmonger. We've already learned where monkeypox came from. Wuhan again. Bill Gates, along with Gabby, had monkeypox drills one year ago. Planning on what to do if monkeypox somehow appeared in May of 2022. Oh, really? And you managed to leave out the majority of those contaminated so far are gay men who will attend us. Who will attend? Oh, all who attended a sex festival in Belgium. You should talk with Cumulus about getting funds for a little old-fashioned reporting. You could call the segment Facts Over Fear and inform. What I would like to know is, were you at that sex festival in Belgium so that you know that all these people who were confirmed to have monkeypox, actually were there. How would you know unless you were there? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm not saying you were. I'm just I'm and, just curious how you would know that. And why didn't you call while you were there? That, exactly. Tell us that there was 
You know, give us, give us monkey pox getting uh, loose at this Belgium sex festival. Give us sort of a, a monkey eyewitness uh, report. <laughs> By the way, we're not fear-mongering. Matter of fact, we're doing the opposite. There's, there's plenty of, of vaccines available for you. If you fear monkey pox, if you start to grow a tail, I might go to a doctor if I were you. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's no reason to be a skiered. If you look in the mirror and you see a troll looking at you, then everything's pretty much normal, I would guess. Oh, good grief. Um, if that's not enough, avian flu moving through Idaho now, killing more than 50 birds at one Cuna Animal Sanctuary. The birds, by the way, uh, more than that were killed because uh, all of them were put to death. The virus has no treatment or vaccine and must run its course. By the way, this is just for birds, all right? You're not going to catch bird flu. From a bird. From a bird. Okay. All right? Um, But if you're starting to notice, uh, apparently, ducks, geese, uh, throughout the Treasure Valley, a lot of uh, dead bodies uh, being found all, all around Idaho. But here in the Treasure Valley, you may have seen some of those infected geese and ducks and other birds around ponds. Um there's nothing really that can be done. It just has to run its course. Herd immunity or killing the uh, birds. So um, might be something that you want to be aware of if you have chickens or you raise ducks or chickens. Um, but uh, apparently Fish and Game encouraging the public to report sick or dead wild birds in an effort to monitor the avian flu spread here in Idaho. People should leave the sick birds alone and wash their hands if they touch the bird. Mm-hmm. All right. It is... Not common for people to catch the avian flu, but better safe than sorry. And, of course, you know, it's another thing we need to keep an eye on in case it does break out before the election. I had a doctor tell me some time back that when people come in to visit her and uh, say they have the flu, they have the flu about maybe one out of every 20 times. Really? Because what they usually have is just a really bad cold or they have a stomach problem like gastroenteritis, which is not the flu. But they just but, think it is. But she said that in order for the flu to start showing up, there has to be a flu going around. Right. And, and quite often there's no flu going around, and people come in and say, oh, I've got the flu. So I think the things that we've learned this morning, if you start growing a tail or start molting, um, maybe a good time to get a hold of yeah. a veterinarian this morning. Just if saying. You go, if you go into a restaurant, just tell them you know, to put everything on your bill. As I understand it, that's uh, what ducks do. There's a line, and we just crossed it. Yeah. KBOI News says, Hey, you're looking kind of down in the mouth. 626. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Oh, big week. Big, big week. Getting you ready for Memorial Day. Some of you will be traveling. Others of you may not have enough money to travel because of gas prices. We're going to help you out with that. City of Trees Real Estate, JMJ Financial, Morrell Group, Fulcrum Home Loans, Jackson's, and News Talk KBOI all teaming up to give away $10,000 in free gasoline. Now, whether you're a first responder, teacher, parent, in the military, retired military, whether you're a volunteer, 
This is a way to say thank you by giving you an opportunity to put some gas in your tank absolutely free. Now, this is the way it's going to work, all right? We already know when it's going to be happening. This Thursday, 2 p.m., May 26th, this Thursday, is when the free gas will be flowing. Now, there is only $10,000, so it will be first come, first serve, because getting up to $50 in free gas, there will be a lot of people that want to take advantage of this, but there is only $10,000 to go around. So it's very important that you listen in to Nate Shellman this Wednesday afternoon at 5.06 p.m., because he will be announcing where that free gas will be taking place. And you know, Nate loves to tell people where to go, so this will just be the, <laughs> the, the, you know, the newest opportunity for him to do that. $50 in free gas per vehicle driven. So you can't pull in a vehicle behind you so that you can get two tanks full of gas. You also are not able to um, pull in uh, a vehicle towing a trailer, try to fill up gas in the trailer, or try to uh, fill up gas in a something in the back of your pickup truck. It's per gas tank that is driven in. So keep that in mind also. So once again, this is all happening Thursday, 2 p.m., Mark that on your calendar, but also mark it down for Wednesday at 5.06 when Nate Showman will be telling you where to go. It's all brought to you by City of Trees Real Estate, JMJ Financial, the Morrell Group, Fulcrum, Home Loans, Jackson, and News Talk KBOI. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, it's uh, looking like our Monday is going to be starting off on a good foot if you are invested in the stock market with a 401k, IRA, or just investing, period. We're up 310 points, futures, as of right now, Um, although last week ended the week down again for the eighth straight week. It is the longest losing streak of the uh, Dow since 1923. Wow. Eight straight weeks in a row. I think you can kind of call that a bear market. We'll talk with uh, Jeremiah Bates about your money. Uh, coming up here in just about uh, 40 minutes from right now. Also, a reminder, it's another week, and that means we're headed out for another hometown breakfast. Casper and Chris, hometown breakfast this Friday as we uh, kick off your Memorial Day weekend. Great place to do it. As a matter of fact, um, we have kicked off your Memorial Day weekend at this place for the last, this will be third third year in a row mm-hmm. because this is their anniversary. We yeah. always celebrate their anniversary uh, at Fast Eddie's in Meridian. And if you're going, well, wait a minute, why would I want to go to a gas station for a hometown breakfast? Well, there's a couple reasons. Number one, um, they have the award-winning Earl of Sandwich, mm-hmm. and they have some great breakfast burritos. They have uh, great breakfast sandwiches that you can take advantage of, um, Krispy Kreme donuts. And, yeah, throughout the store at Fast Eddie's, there are different items that you would, uh, you know, really enjoy at breakfast time. Um, They do have a couple of specials that are going to be going on this weekend. So if you want to uh, load up on, uh, like, for instance, Huckleberry uh, Vodka Huckleberry Lemonade, um, they're going to do some specials. You can buy that. You can get a package, a large package of Dot's pretzels. Um, 
absolutely free. They have over 300 different energy drinks, and those are going to be on special where you buy two, you can get one free. Plus, as you fill up with your uh, tank of gas, um, you can get up to $1.37 per gallon off your fill-up as you head into Memorial Day. So that, that is, is an important Yeah, that is one thing that uh, we'll be telling you more about, and you can get more information. What oh, was it, 469 yesterday? We filled up. Did you? 469? So that's the, I, I filled up a couple of days before that, so that means that it's up $0.09 cents mm. since the last time I filled up because it was about 460 right. when I filled up in last week. So, yeah, it, it's um, in talking with Fast Eddie's, I, I talked to uh, Steve – over the weekend, and uh, he said that he hasn't seen anything like this where gas prices are raising nearly by the hour, he said, on Friday. So um, that's absolutely ridiculous. But um, you heard last week reports here that we told you about that they're predicting the gas prices by August could be $6.20 a gallon. That's nationwide average, by the way. I hope not. Not California. That's a nationwide average uh, yeah, in California, they're already dollars and twenty cents. They're already paying slightly uh, more than six dollars on average in the state of California. Yeah, the a- the average in California is over six dollars already. So there are places For the in first California that are seven dollars. What is it? I, there I, must be. I haven't checked out uh, Death Valley yet, but usually that's the highest gas price because yeah. you you have no choice. You have to get there's it there a, if you're out I, of I gas. I don't know what it's called now, but uh, out there in Death Valley, there's a Stuckey's. <laughs> and it's 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 right why at, they call it stucky it, it's uh it, it's right at the bottom well because you're pretty much you're pr- pretty much you're pretty stuck much if you run out, stuck right? there if yeah. you run out of gas or if your car overheats or something and, and ours did one time it overheated there and so we pulled into this former stuckies and uh they sold us uh, a little bottle of antifreeze for about 25 dollars as i recall hmm. because what, what's because go for a few bucks <laughs> because they could and there was no place else for us to get it. Exactly. What were you going to do? We had just, uh, like idiots, we had just climbed a, a, a large hill in Death Valley with the air conditioning going full blast. My guess is the gas there has got to be at over 12 bucks a gallon because earlier this year when... Holy when, cow. Yeah, gas was a dollar cheaper. They were selling it for $9 a gallon, so it's got to be just ridiculously expensive. I mean, that's what the sign says. You know, gas, $10 a gallon. Where are you going to go? Hometown Breakfast, Fast Eddie's, once again, 6 till 10 this coming Friday mornings. We kick off your Memorial Day weekend. Huge thank you to uh, Kenny and everybody at Cloverdale Plumbing for making it possible. It's time for a check on what's going on with sports. Once again, this morning brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and East Boise. Two locations to serve you. Best place uh, to get fresh-made lunch every day. They're already there this morning, making your items fresh from scratch. Soup, salad, sandwiches, and wraps. Get into Fat Guys Fresh Deli for lunch today. Good morning. A little golf here for you today. It's a little unbelievable how Justin Thomas walked away with the PGA Championship on Sunday. He started the day seven shots behind the leader. With only six players in front of him, he just concentrated on his game and got the job done. But it wasn't easy, and there was a playoff at the end. But talk about an unbelievable choke at the end. The guy who was the leader... He was clearly going to go in and win that darn tournament. But on the 18th hole, put his drive into the creek and then finished with a double bogey on the 18th hole and finished one shot behind the leader. Justin Thomas, what can I say? 
He just did everything right at the end. Didn't shoot a great day, a three under 67, but it turned out to be enough to get into the playoff and then win overall. Justin Thomas, PGA Championship winner. I'm Rick Worthington. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, 1-800-529-5264. That's toll free from wherever you may be listening today. Plenty of ways to get through to our show and participate, and of course we encourage that. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Send us an instant message for our fan page on Facebook or text us, same as our main number. Um, text right, <laughs> This texter writes in, I was at that sex festival in Belgium and the waffles were great. <laughs> Just get yeah. yourself checked for monkeypox. Just make sure and do that. Belgian waffles are the best. That's true. <laughs> Coming up here for you this morning, uh, we've got a $50 gift certificate that uh, we're going to be giving away for our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. If uh, you don't think that uh, you're able to purchase a new home, you're a first-time buyer, and just think, I can never come up with 20% down, well, you might be surprised that you can't afford it, and you don't even need 20% down. First-time home buyers program for as little as 3% down. Call the experts at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, to find out how at 208-888-4128. Our question today is going to get you a $50 gift certificate to Barrel House. We'll uh, ask this question at 8 o'clock hour. 14 stadiums in America with the highest capacity are all college football stadiums. The pro football stadium with the highest capacity would only be the 15th largest stadium overall. Which stadium has the highest capacity in the NFL? That's your question today. Highest capacity, it would be the 15th overall, but the largest NFL stadium. If you know the answer, stick around. 20 after 8 will give you a chance to win that $50 gift certificate to the Barrel House. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The new law bans abortions from the moment of fertilization and in nearly all cases, except to protect the life of the mother or in cases of incest and rape, but only if those crimes are reported to police. This law is enforced by empowering private citizens to sue anyone who assists in an abortion with a reward of at least $10,000, like a law passed in Texas last year. Potentially someone who drives someone to get an abortion. Those people are liable for civil suits from private citizens. And the reason this is really noteworthy is that Texas passed a similar law with a similar enforcement mechanism last fall, and the Supreme Court let that go into effect because of the enforcement mechanism. They basically said that they couldn't intervene. Interesting. Uh, we haven't even got an official ruling yet from the Supreme Court. Right. That's due end of June, maybe first part of July. We've, we, we've heard rumors about what could be happening with Roe versus Wade in the leaked document that came out of the Supreme Court. So, it, it, I mean, we, could, we can probably be fairly sure that this is probably going to happen. Yeah. My guess is that will be the 
document that the uh, Supreme Court puts forth as its uh, decision. It is interesting that new Oklahoma law will ban abortion from the moment of fertilization, with very few exceptions, as you heard there. I don't know who's it's, going it's, to be there at the moment of fertilization, fertilization to go, hey, you're pregnant, I can tell. It's basically just no abortions. Basically, yeah. Um, the Oklahoma bill also explicitly allows for the use of Plan B, but it bans hospitals from providing it. So you can have it. You just can't get it in Oklahoma. You just can't get it in, yeah. All right. This would be the, at least so far, and I bring this up because I wonder how many states will fall along with the Oklahoma bill. It's close to 20, isn't it? And make it impossible I mean, to not, get an abortion. Not that necessarily have the same bill as Oklahoma. But I'm have, talking the same bill. But have bills that kick yeah. in if, the, if Roe uh, v. Wade is overturned. So none of the other states outlaw abortion. Okay, not I not, mean, even, not entirely. Yeah, even even Idaho, right. who who is one of the more restrictive states with their trigger law, if Roe versus Wade is overturned at six weeks, doesn't outlaw abortion. It right. Just and here's the thing. I mean, this is, I mean, you're you're talking, you know, about restrictions here. Every state in the nation restricts abortion in some way. In some way. So you're not talking about banning abortions, even on the states that do ban yeah, abortions. Ever, you're just talking about different levels of restriction. I'm not sure, but uh, it's it's nearly every state that bans uh, third trimester abortions. I know Colorado does not. They they protect third trimester trimester abortions, but you're right. I mean, it, I mean, some go 15 weeks, some go 20 yeah. weeks. Um, and we've we've told you bef- before when it comes to abortion, the the latest data was taken in 2019. Ninety three percent of all abortions performed in the United States happened 13 weeks or sooner or fewer. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a lot of states that will ban abortions after 15 weeks as part of their trigger law. But like I said, Oklahoma will be the most restrictive. Uh, I, you can't even say it, it's restrictive because if you're banning abortion from the moment of fertilization, it'll just be a state where you can't get one. Which I, I I know I'm not a woman here, but it seems really ridiculous because I don't even think women know the second that they've become pregnant. I, I'm not going to say for sure because I'm not a woman, but man, if you're a woman and you know the second you're you're pregnant. Would you call us up and let us know? Do you actually know that? Because if you don't know it, how is anybody else going to know it? I have known uh, women who would know definitely within a month. They would definitely know. Right. Within a month. In in, in fact, if if something doesn't happen, maybe down to the day or the hour even with some. Uh, However, I have also known others that, you know, wouldn't know unless they were about three months pregnant. I would. Simply because they were so irregular in, in their cycles and whatnot anyway i would hazard a guess that the only being that would know from the second of fertilization would be god that that's it yeah okay i would you agree i just i just don't think there's any way to know the second that's that's the weird part of this bill saying from the unless second you believe that that you are unless you believe that consciousness exists in the womb from from that very moment 
But then again, you know, we're getting into philosophy now because mm-hmm. we don't know exactly who is whom in that first few seconds, do we? Now, this is uh, kind of interesting, and I'm interesting to me in that it's taken this long. San Francisco uh, Archbishop this last week on Friday um, has banned Nancy Pelosi from taking Holy Communion due to her abortion views. Now, her abortion views are nothing new. So that's the reason why this surprises me, just because it has taken this long for the Archbishop to ban her from Holy Communion. I'm also surprised that the president has not been banned from Holy Communion because of his views on abortion. Is the Catholic Church completely behind overturning Roe v. Wade? It seems like they would be. Um, I believe they are. I mean, the Catholic Church just doesn't believe in abortion and killing babies in any way, shape, or form. Or even birth control. Right? Or no? No. They they still believe in birth control. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, the San Francisco Chronicle, this is what I found interesting, um, wrote an editorial uh, this weekend after this happened, and they are urging the Pope to fire the Archbishop. The San Francisco Chronicle is urging the Pope to fire the Archbishop. I wonder if the Good Pope, luck with that. I wonder if the Pope reads the San Francisco Chronicle. I really kind of doubt it, and uh, more importantly, I doubt if the Pope follows the doctrine of the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I've been a Catholic my entire life. I don't think they call up the San Francisco Chronicle and say, hey, do you think this is a good idea? Yeah. We could care less if, what the San Francisco Chronicle if, if If that were different, then uh, they would call it the Bible. <laughs> well, there, and you know what? There are some liberals who call the San Francisco Chronicle the Bible. <laughs> Possibly, but it's not. KBY Newstime, 715. Uh, Your thoughts, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you'd like to weigh in this morning, you can also email us, chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. In the meantime, it's time for another check on what's going on with sports again with Rick Worthington, brought to you by uh, Fat Guys Fresh Deli in two locations now. You can get your uh, Fat Guys sandwiches and uh, soups, wraps, or um, any type of lunch or dinner in uh, Meridian or even in East Boise, just off Gallon Road. Good morning. Some news in the NFL today. CBS Sports is reporting it seems the clock is not only ticking on the future of Dan Snyder in the NFL, but more and more loudly as the weeks go by. The controversial owner of the Washington Commanders has been the centerpiece of damning reports and allegations for months on end, including, but not limited to, a toxic culture involving its own cheerleaders and another recent blockbuster allegation that Snyder and the Commanders held two separate accounting books, presumably in an effort to keep portions of revenue away from other owners in the revenue-sharing construct. With the commanders currently being investigated by Congress as well, and the financial questions resurfacing during their probe, and this leading to a separate but connected investigation by the Federal Trade Commission and the Virginia Attorney General, there's no shortage to the amount of PR damage that's been taken on by the league as Snyder remains embattled in all of these troubles. And again, as CBS Sports tells us, there are questions on if and when the league could vote Snyder out, and that's kind of moved to the forefront in many conversations around the league. We don't know if that's going to happen or not, but for his part, Snyder continues to deny all wrongdoing. But if evidence contradicts his defense... 
He could soon be on the way out, with the commanders having already been fined over $10 million stemming from the uh, toxic culture probe that's been going on there. So Dan Snyder may be on his way out from the Washington commanders. I'm Rick Worthington. I'm for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Jeremiah Bates with us once again this morning to talk about your money. It is 722. He's Chris I'm Mike Casper. And uh, Jeremiah, uh, Friday, I said we wanted to uh, talk a little bit about Elon Musk and uh, Twitter. I had made a prediction uh, a week or 10 days ago that I didn't think that this sale was going to go through. And now Elon Musk is saying he will not buy Twitter if the company doesn't clarify its numbers on spam accounts. There are some people that seem to think that there could be as many as as 20 to 40 percent of the accounts on Twitter as spam. But Twitter says that it's only 5 percent or less. Now, there are two things I wanted to talk about. Number one, um is the craziness if there is 20 to 40% of the accounts not real accounts, bots and spam accounts. Uh, the other is, it, it, can Elon Musk be in trouble here um, for fraud? I mean, talking about this as he is trying to buy the company seems it would not be a good deal because it manipulates the cost. And you've seen every time he mentions Twitter, it either goes up or down based on what he says. Yeah, no, it's... Um, it's you know, from Musk's standpoint, I mean, it's hard to take the guy at his word, at least in my opinion at this point, just with all the really just turbulence he's been driving into this whole Twitter, potential Twitter deal. But he does he does have a reasonable point. I mean, listen, if you're talking about 20%, over 20% of the Twitter users actually being fake or bots, I mean, that that's a substantial amount. And I do think that's a, that's a condition to maybe reevaluate the price at which that he agreed to purchase it. But is it as pure as that, or is it does that have more to do with just everything falling down, particularly Tesla, uh, Tesla which is down for over forty percent from the high? And oh, by the way, since Musk actually went into this uh, endeavor and announced the deal that he wanted to buy uh, Twitter, his net worth has dropped almost fifty billion dollars. So I think uh, all these things kind of mixed together. Now, whether he he could be in trouble, yeah, no, there there's some speculation on this because. But on the flip side, you also got to give some criticism to the CEO of Twitter because he's refused to provide proof that the that there's actually less than five percent of users are bots because that was kind of Elon's uh, uh, kind of t- t- uh, pin that he was going to pull right. was saying, hey, if, they, if it's more than five percent, then then I'm out. But the problem is he can't just terminate the deal if he if he backs out of the deal, he's now going to be required to pay Twitter a one billion dollar termination fee. So. As this goes on, it is getting a bit more messy. However, I think it's a, it's, there's two sides of the coin, right? And you could think of it, you could go with either one you agree with or disagree with. Is it, does Elon Musk have a point that if, you know, 20% of these users are fake, should that be means or grounds to pay less for it? Most likely. My question would be, it, it, wouldn't you? Shouldn't you have done your due diligence before you made your offer instead of right. make the offer and then go? Oh, and by the way, now we want to check out your company. 
additionally to that, we already know what Musk's plan is anyways. That's, I mean, whether those users are fake or not, if he does take over this company and takes it private and he's looking to actually charge users like a subscription fee, then whether there's a bunch of fake users or not is kind of a moot point, right? Because he's not going to... Because true, while if that number does come out that that high of uh, users are in fact fake, then that's severely going to affect Twitter moving forward if Musk doesn't buy it and also affects the advertisers that are on there right now. Like They're advertising to a bunch of fake accounts, but if Elon Musk takes it over, that's not his game. He's not going to generate revenue through advertising. He's going to generate it through user subscriptions. So even his case about fake users is kind of... I'm a little skeptical of that because, again, I think it's more the side of just maybe he doesn't want to pay as much because everything has fallen and he wants to try to pick up Twitter on more of a discount because given its stock price, it's trading significantly less than uh, the payout of, I think, $54.20 that would be paid out to the shareholders as it stands right now. As a uh, as an avid Twitter user, uh, believe it or not, I've always assumed that the uh, percentage of bots on Twitter was at least 50%. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I don't disagree. And I always, and I'm looking at it like this too. The fact that, I mean, Twitter's never come, they've been very vague on their, I guess, data or means on how they calculate the fake use, the fake users. And they have been reluctant to come out and be very transparent of proof, the exact proof that there's less than 5% users are bots. So you look at that and I don't disagree with you on that one. Um, as, as being a Twitter user myself, yeah, I think that number could more likely be closer to 20% because uh, why else would Twitter not be very forthcoming of that information? Mm. All right, Jeremiah, uh, looks like we're going to be opening uh, in the green here in the next few minutes. Dow futures are up 300 points as of right now. We'll get an update from you here in about an hour, as we usually do, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. You're part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. San Francisco Archbishop bars Pelosi from receiving Holy Communion due to abortion support. Pelosi has said she is a devout Catholic despite her abortion advocacy. San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordillon announced Friday that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is barred from receiving Holy Communion due to a pro-abortion stance, marking an escalation in a decades-long tension between the Roman Catholic Church and liberal Democratic politicians on abortion. All right. Um, apparently, I'm not a good Catholic. I'm going to have to go to confession. Fifty years ago, um, this coming July, Pope... Paul VI reaffirmed the Catholic Church's traditional prohibition of artificial birth control, mm-hmm. which set off one of the most divisive debates in modern history. What this means is no non-natural form of birth control is acceptable. So only mm-hmm. abstinence or holding an aspirin between your knees are acceptable <laughs> forms of birth control, according to Catholic Church doctrine. Well, there's the rhythm method. That one would also be acceptable because it's yeah. nat- it's natural. It's not a bring non-natural. Your, bring your calculator. Count on your fingers. And hope and pray. So I apologize. I was incorrect. My mom is going to be so upset. Yeah, I thought that was the case. I thought the Catholic Church was against uh, uh, against preventing birth as well as ending it. It would here. Here's the thing: it, modern Catholics have overwhelmingly rejected the document's teachings. This is why this is such a huge, divisive debate. You have the modern Catholics and the traditional Catholics who have 
you know, debated this for 50 years, and apparently I've been following the modern Catholics a little more than the <laughs> traditional Catholics. But, that, I mean, that, so is, that is the Catholic Church doctrine handed a, down by the Pope, and it hasn't changed in 50 years. Are you a Vatican II guy? I guess so. All right. <laughs> you were about, what, two years old when they had Vatican II, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. Be right up your alley. Kent has written in and says the tipping point for the archbishop came from the recent attempt in D.C. to codify Roe versus Wade. The language in this bill called for abortions for any reason right up until the moment of birth. This was far more aggressive than past language and is what caused the archbishop to make his decision. I guess that would make sense on, on why it, it took so long, you know, because that was my question. If, if Nancy Pelosi, I mean, this isn't something new. Nancy Pelosi just didn't all of a sudden, you know, come out for abortion rights. I mean, she, yeah, she's, a, she's been that, this way for a it's, long time. It's, it's, so. not a, it's not a sudden thing, and it, it never was a secret. So I guess that would, you know, totally make sense about why all of a sudden the archbishop would come out. Now we'll just wait and see. Does the Pope listen to uh, the San Francisco Chronicle? Good question. Ivan Aboise writes in and says, Proverbs, sorry, quickly here, Proverbs uh, 9, 7 through 8, the truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. Rule of thumb inspired wisdom. Jesus declared that he is the truth, therefore he was hated then his disciples are hated now. Okay. Time for our final check on uh, what's going on with sports this morning. By the way, we'll take more of your phone calls and emails. Uh, feel free if you uh, would like to weigh in. In the meantime, final check on sports brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and East Boise. Find out. Get in today for lunch or dinner. Find out why they have been rated the number one deli in the entire state of Idaho. Good morning. The Western Conference Finals were on last night. The Golden State Warriors held a two-games-to-nothing edge as they went into the matchup against the Dallas Mavericks. And Steph Curry was ready. Curry with the ball. Left-hand dribble to the paint. Season defender in Finney Smith. Retreats out to the three-point line. Still with a handle all the way. Crossover twice. Right hand waves Moody away. Once that left side of the floor. Fakes and fires. It's a three. It's up and good for Curry! That was just ridiculous. Yeah, Curry was on last night. 31 points from him. You had another 27 points from Andrew Wiggins. 19 from Clay Thompson. And the Warriors were just too much again for the Dallas Mavericks. 109 to 100 was the final score. And they now hold a three games to nothing edge in that series. After the game, Steve Kerr, he agrees. Steph Curry's pretty tough to guard. Steph was brilliant tonight. His conditioning level is um, amazing you know to the, they're putting him in every pick and roll and he's out there flying around defensively and then uh, playing at such a high level on the offensive end uh, it's remarkable to watch him play so again the warriors look like they're on track to get back to the nba finals they lead three games to nothing in that series tonight you'll get game four of the eastern conference finals it'll be the miami heat leading two games to one when they take on the boston celtics tonight at 6 30 i'm rick worthington tonight at 10 it's michael knowles now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi 
The new law bans abortions from the moment of fertilization and in nearly all cases, except to protect the life of the mother or in cases of incest and rape, but only if those crimes are reported to police. This law is enforced by empowering private citizens to sue anyone who assists in an abortion with a reward of at least $10,000, like a law passed in Texas last year. So if you're uh, looking to make some money there, it looks like you should move to Oklahoma and start informing on uh, people make $100,000 a year just getting informing on 10 people. I wonder how easy it would be to find out if people had had an abortion. Thank you. That was my point that I've been making this whole time. It's like if you keep your mouth shut, nobody's going to know. Right? I would imagine so. Uh, Lily and Boise. If you, if you keep a lot of stuff shut. <laughs> Easy. Uh, Lily and Boise uh, writes, I think something called natural family planning is acceptable and even more effective than the pill. I think the archbishop had counseled Miss Pelosi for some time before he made this decision. Gotcha. You may, you may be correct. Marine Bob says, Chris and Mike in my neighborhood, when... I grew up in the 1950s and 60s. There were two Catholic families, one with 12 kids and the other with 13. They evidently weren't very good with the rhythm method of birth control, if assuming they even tried. That could be. They Maybe they wanted 12 and 13 that's, kids. That's a good point. Some people do. My, my, my parents there was a guy eight kids. Th- there was a guy, and oddly enough, the guy's name was Rick Worthington. <laughs> it was not our news director. It was somebody else entirely. But the guy's name was Richard Worthington, and this was down around Salt Lake City. It's been many years ago now. Uh, but he went into a hospital with a gun and shot a few people. He was intending to shoot the doctor that get, had given his wife a hysterectomy without consulting him first. Because he said, that, that castrates me. I can't have any more children. You know how many he already had? Eleven. But he wanted more. He wanted more. And so he was extremely angry to the point that he, I think he may have actually died that night. I'm not even sure. Or he's still in, uh, no, actually, I think they arrested him. He's still in jail, but he did kill somebody. Uh, Mike writes in, Mike, at KBOI.com. Uh, Do American Catholics fall in line with the Roman Church's teaching and doctrine, doctrine on contraception? According to a, pool, a Pew poll, just 8% of American Catholics and contra- said contraception is morally wrong, with 89% saying it was either morally acceptable or not a moral issue at all. Hmm. With the Roman Catholic Church teaching that artificial contraception, such as condoms, birth control pills, etc., is morally unacceptable, there is indeed actually a liberal American Catholic Church. I don't think it's just an American Catholic Church. I think there are more well, and besides, liberal Catholics... In- in America, you find an awful lot of people who profess to be particular religions and yet don't follow them to the letter. You know, like, for instance, are you a Christian? Yes. Well, what church do you go to? Well, I haven't been to church in 18 years, but I'm still a Christian. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. They don't necessarily follow every uh, every ex- every tenet, every order, whatever. Exactly, yeah. When was the last time you went to confession? I don't know, three years ago? You hear that from a Catholic person every now yeah. and then. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Why is all this so important, especially if, if you're a dude? Democrat witness last week testified before a congressional committee that men can get pregnant and can have abortions. Coming up after news, we'll uh, give you that little piece of information, the audio from that congressional hearing last week where someone claimed men can get pregnant 
and men can have abortions. So this could be important to us, us guys. We'll get to that coming up after top of the hour. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Coming up for you in 20 minutes, we have a $50 gift certificate to the Barrel House that you can win with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Looking to sell your home and want to get top dollar? They can help you. 208-888-4128. Our uh, question coming up for you. 14 stadiums in America with the highest capacity are all college football stadiums. The pro football stadium with the highest capacity is only the 15th largest stadium overall in the nation. Which stadium has the highest capacity in the NFL? Which stadium is it? You know what? Stick around. 20 minutes from now, you can answer. If you're the first person to do that, we got a $50 gift certificate once again to the Barrel House. Don't forget, that's also our sweet deal this Friday. Download the 670-KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Into the 8 o'clock hour we go for a Monday morning. Final week, um, f- final full week of May, getting you ready for Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget, hometown breakfast coming up this coming Friday morning. We are headed to Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Get in and find out uh, how you can fill up and save dollar thirty-seven per gallon on your gas as you get ready. If you're going to be traveling out of town uh, this upcoming weekend, you can also load up if you have camping. They have a whole whole bunch, I mean, more stuff than you're going to find at any convenience store in the Treasure Valley. You're going to find right there at Fast Eddie's. And, of course, we're there for the hometown breakfast. So you got a little sandwich. I have have never seen a larger uh, selection of beverages. And that's before you even get to the energy drinks. And and fountain drinks. You look at their fountain drinks. um, If you were to do the math, uh, we're talking probably over 200 different combinations on their fountain drink that you could possibly put together it's just absolutely amazing and so, all sorts of different coffee yeah hot coffee cold coffee uh if you want to take coffee home uh to brew for yourself you can also get that there so get into fast eddies join us this coming friday morning six until ten hometown breakfast brought to you by cloverdale plumbing uh told you uh as we were going into news at the uh, top of the hour why um all this what's going on with uh, abortion roe versus wade possibly being overturned we'll find out for sure coming up here within the next uh, couple of months why could this be important for for those of us guys out there this morning um well this is this is something that happened in uh, congress last week uh testifying before the house judiciary committee democrat uh, amy Arambide appeared as a witness in a discussion about abortion and reproductive rights she is executive director of the abortion rights nonprofit avowed texas and I'm going to let you take a, a listen to this as she was being questioned right. uh, about what is or isn't a woman. Take a listen. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. I really personally wouldn't have gone that far. <laughs> um, I, in, in fact, answering all those questions, I would have, I would have answered everything, starting with the word "well." Well, 
Not really. Well, sort of. Men, she she believes, she said this in front of Congress in a hearing, yeah. that she believes men can well, get pregnant okay. and have abortions. So she said that what defines a woman is everybody can decide for themselves. So you decide for yourself if you're a woman. Therefore, you can decide for yourself if you're a man. And therefore, somebody who was born and let's say biologically a woman, decides that they are a man, they're still biologically a woman and can then get pregnant. So in her mind, that would be a pregnant man. Am I wrong? You're making my head hurt. Okay. You can't decide whether you're a man or a woman. You can't decide, decide I'm pregnant. Now, granted, you can identify. If you're, if you're a, a man and you can identify as a woman is what she's saying. Mm-hmm. But if you're a man and you identify as a woman, you still physically can't get pregnant. True, but the other way, you can. If you're a woman and identify as a man? Yeah, then you would be considered a man by a lot of people. And if you got pregnant, you would simply be a pregnant man. But that's not what she said. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, she okay. said, here, let's take a listen. It's not a very long one. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. So once again, if she was going to say what, what you said, she, she mm-hmm. could say, well, yes, that's the only women that, who, who identify only... as men can still get pregnant and have abortions, but men who identify that's... as women can't. Okay, that's the, only, Physically. that's the only way that I can explain it. Is um, I think that may be what she meant, because if she meant the other way, I think she was uh, just factually incorrect. I don't think there's ever been a case where a man has gotten even a sex change operation and then been able to uh, become pregnant, because there are still certain things. Uh, Scientifically, right? Medically, well, that it still can't happen. Just on the inside. Yeah. That aren't there. Yeah, I uh, the the fact I mean the fact that this was said is surprising, but the fact that it was said in a congressional hearing is is kind of shocking. I would the first thing I would have said to him is, "Are you asking me questions to which you don't know the answer?" <laughs> 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through to us uh this morning, please feel free. Um Email in, uh, said, I've heard some on your station claim that candidates didn't win their primaries because they are far right. Can you guys please explain and define far right? Give specific examples of candidates promoting far right agendas. I feel like you're using the description the same way liberals call anyone on the right racist. And if you can't define it or point it to uh, specific examples, maybe you should stop using it. I'm not going to use it because I'm not the one who said it. I didn't say that people were being defeated because they were far right. It, uh, it, there, there are different levels of, of being conservative, and uh, you can certainly put them on a, a spectrum of left to right. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you could. They're uh, not necessarily consistent. Like, you know, some people who are very, you would say, very far right in certain views are actually more centrist in others, but they can still be considered conservative. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't used that term far right simply because, well, I, I I don't know how to define it. I mean, if it's like I said, uh, if you're an Idaho liberal in Portland, you would be considered a right wing uh, nut. 
But Idaho would think, well, you're far too liberal. And Portland would say, wow, you what do you live in, 1900? If you look up the definition, far-right politics, also referred to as extreme-right or alt-right-wing extremism, mm-hmm. are, political, are, are politics further on the right of the conservative political spectrum than the standard political right, particularly in terms of being authoritarian, having mm-hmm. ultra-nationalist very, ideologies and tendencies. Very, very, very lexiconic of you. If, for instance, you you believe in some of the right-wing group, Proud Boys, for example, are an extreme right-wing group. So you can't say, Proud Boys are just conservatives. I mean, but again, they're what makes them right wing. The belief that whites are the supreme power of everything. And that's to the right of uh, normal conservatives? I would definitely say that. Okay. Wouldn't you? I don't, I don't know. There are certain beliefs that, that uh, don't seem to be, they don't seem to gel very well with the rest of, like, for instance, the Republican Party. In in its in its platform, the Republican Party doesn't say one race is superior to another. No, and most you have a, and most conservatives would agree with that. Yeah, I think I, I I would say so too. But if you want to call the people who don't agree with that far right, then I suppose that's a good way to uh, uh, define them. I would say that the same thing exists when you talk liberals too. You have liberals, and then you have far left liberals in in the way that they lean. Now, I don't know where that cutoff is. I, I don't know what the, you know, what the definition is. A lot of people think it's the ones who are concerned about language more than reality. In other words, they believe if you change the uh, name of some condition that it actually changes the condition, which, of course, it doesn't. But for the most part, that started out trying to achieve uh, just politeness. Give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't, I don't like to be pigeonholed or called this. You don't like to be called that, so let's not call anybody that. Right. So I think I mean I think there are varying I, I I don't I don't think there's one definition that you could say all right if you fit into this to some people group you're conservative however if you color out the lines and go um, this way mm-hmm. then now you're a right wing some people some people consider conservatism to be status quo in other words I'm conservative because I like the way things are I don't want things to change and and liberal would say no we have to change things because not everything is utopian and perfect yet. I would also say that although that's relative as well. I would also say that being right wing or left wing for that matter um is like pornography. I can't define it but I know it when I see it. Okay. However, I think there are plenty of people who think they know it when they see it, but you know But I think it's opinion. Well, there yeah, there are considerably more aspects to it, I think. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, our phone lines are open. Uh, we'll get back to more of your phone calls and emails coming up here. We've got the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question coming on the way next. Don't go away. If you'd like to win yourself a $50 gift certificate to the Barrel House, you've got a chance to do that with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question coming up next. Day from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, down near impossible question. $50 gift certificate to Barrel House in Garden City is yours. That's what we're giving away all this week. And don't forget, uh, Barrel House is also our KBOI sweet deal of the week coming up this Friday morning at 9 o'clock. You can get a $50 gift certificate for only $25. Right now, though, it's absolutely free. Max, 
is going to get first crack at trying to get that gift certificate. Max, the Pro Football Stadium with the highest capacity in the nation is only the 15th largest stadium overall. The other 14 are all NCAA stadiums. Which stadium has the highest capacity in the NFL? Well, Mike, I'm feeling confident this morning because I shared with you and Chris, I dug the hole that this stadium sits in. I'm going with SoFi Stadium this morning. SoFi Stadium is not it. Oh, okay. We'll try again later. Thanks, guys. All right. Close, hey, by, by the way, anybody buried in SoFi Stadium? You helped dig the hole. Just curious. <laughs> I mean, no, none, let's put it this way. None of my ex-wives. Are there. <laughs> like, a, like a Jimmy Hoffa that, sort of yeah, character? I mean, is that what you're saying, I'm at? just saying. Um, thank you. Good try, Max. Uh, Katie. Uh, good morning. What is the Hello? largest, highest capacity stadium in the NFL? The AT&T Stadium. AT&T Stadium uh, is not it. That was my guess this morning, keep, but it, yeah, keep it wasn't trying. right. Yeah, that was not it. Good, good try, though. Uh, Scott, we're all the way to you. I bet you didn't think we'd get to you, did you? I didn't think so, but I think it's MetLife Stadium in uh, New Jersey. Good thing you, ha- you hung on, because yes, it is yes. MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. It's uh, got 500 more seats than uh, FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, where the uh, Commanders will now play. I would never have guessed that FedEx was second. I, w- I would have gone yeah, to AT&T pretty... Stadium in Dallas, and, and Dallas is fourth. Well, see, and I would have thought even Las Vegas, you know, because it's such a new stadium. Oh, that's true. But they built it uh, with 15,000 fewer seats than are in Dallas. Congratulations, Scott. You've got yourself a $50 gift certificate to Barrel House uh, in Garden City. Hold on the line for us. We've got uh, Barrel House gift certificates to give away all this week. So if you didn't get through this morning or you weren't lucky enough to guess correctly, don't worry. We've got it all this week. And then everybody who misses out, you're really going to be uh, you know, lucky because Friday morning, as long as you get in at 9 o'clock, this will sell out quickly again. 9 o'clock, our KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week at KBOI.com is Barrel House $50 gift certificate for only $25. Once again, set your alarm, whatever it takes to remind you at 9 o'clock, because if you get in at 9.05, you're probably going to miss out. That's our KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week. Once again, you'll be able to check it out at KBOI.com. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This part of the show is brought to you by Monkeypox. Holy crap. Here we go again. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, uh, toll-free from wherever you might be listening, 1-800-529-5264. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Email in uh, this morning says, uh, in talking about monkeypox earlier this morning, I hate the way that you guys promote fear and then laugh it off. You should try giving facts instead of pushing a vax again. Once more, you're pushing the government's agenda. No need for Biden's millions of vax already stockpiled if they were needed, which they aren't. And why do you order millions for one case for an illness that can be easily contained unless the government has ulterior motives? The reason why we laughed at it is because of how ridiculous it is. There are only two cases of monkeypox in the United States. Worldwide, there are less than 100 cases. If you're if you're thinking and, and afraid of monkeypox right the, now, um, you have other things that you should be afraid of. Here's the fear-mongering. There are two people in the United States with monkeypox. Try not to get around either one of them. The um, 
virus, the vaccine that they use for the virus, by the way, um, the reason they have so many of it is because they use the smallpox virus. Smallpox has been a problem in the United States in the past. So, Do we need to develop a large pox? I, I, I would think so, because okay. you would think if you got monkeypox and smallpox together, that would come into it. It would, it would make it a large pox, wouldn't it? Combined, I think they'd be small monkeypox. Maybe you're right. So that's if you're if you're wondering why we laugh it off, it's because even though it's yeah. in the news and people you know are making a big deal of it because it is a virus and there are a whole bunch more people that had it this week than two weeks ago, there's still in the world less than 100 people who have been yeah. confirmed to have monkeypox in the entire world out of what eight billion people. Is that what our population is? Something of that nature. Yeah. So if you want to be afraid of monkeypox, yeah. like I said, go, go uh, ahead and, and be and afraid. Be scared. Be very scared. And, and it's, it's rude to tell people to go get a sense of humor, so I won't do that. Okay. 208-336. Not, not going to stoop that low. 3,700 pounds, 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um it's going to be interesting to watch what is going on in Oregon with their primary ballot fiasco. Now, this this is a state who has prided themselves on their elections because their elections have been mail-in ballots for what, over 20 years? Exclusively. Exclusively. I would say about that long, yeah. Um, however, uh, Democratic Lawmaker in Oregon is calling for an investigation into a ballot printing fiasco that will delay results from last week's primary uh, by weeks. Tens of thousands of ballots in the state's third largest county were printed with blurred barcodes, making them unreadable by vote counting machines, a mistake that wasn't caught until the ballots were already being returned in the vote by mail state. Elections workers uh, must now handle transfer, must now hand transfer the votes from those ballots to new ones that can be read in a painstaking process that also raises the possibility of duplication errors. Also, you might want to get a new printer for next year. I don't, yeah, I don't, it's weird that it's just this one county. I mean, the rest of the state seem to be okay. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. It's like now you have workers that are going to have to take and look at each ballot and then try to copy that ballot to another ballot and interpret what they were trying to vote for. Lawmakers Friday uh, escalated... Or, or, just, or just do it again in that county. Their uh, their criticism of Clackamas County elections, uh, Sherry Hall, Clerk Sherry Hall, who defended her actions at the news conference Friday and said she learned from the mistakes. State Representative Janelle Bynum, who represents voters in the county, called the situation unreasonable and untenable. U.S. Representative Earl Blumnier who represents some Clackamas County voters in Congress, called Hall's slow reaction unconscionable. Oregon State State, uh, Oregon Secretary of State, rather, uh, Shemaya Fagan, demanded a written plan from Hall detailing how she would get the election results tabulated by June 13th, the state deadline to certify results, because she doesn't think that they can get it done by then. Well, Clackamas... What's Clackamas, the second or third largest? Third, third largest county. Oh, it's, it's the third largest in yeah. terms of population? Yes. Okay. I knew it was in the uh, the Portland metro area. Yeah, Portland's it's, it's liberal where, southern suburbs to... Uh, yeah, it's where Oregon City is, right? Mount Hood. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
So, I mean, this has to be done by June 13th, and there are some that believe that even working 24 hours a day, that they would have a hard time getting all these votes hand-transferred and confirmed by June 13th. Yeah. Probably would. Yeah, they, they probably should have had somebody uh, realize that uh, those were uh, smeared before they ever sent them out. Well, and that's why they're, uh, the criticism is there is because, you know, they're, they're like, why wasn't somebody checking these exactly. before they went out to everybody? Inspectors and editors are necessary. This is something that could have been fixed way before. And should have been. And should and should have been. I mean, there should have been some sort of inspection process instead of just maybe assuming everything is going to be right. But this is this is the type of stuff, and I'm not saying that it is going to happen, but this is the type of stuff that lead people to not trust the election process. With a smeared barcode, it can't be fed through the machine anymore, but it can still be counted by hand. Well, and it's not even going to be counted by hand. They're going to hand transfer to each ballot and then count it. Which that's where people go. Well, wait a minute. Is there going to be people overwatching these people that are going to be transferring to not put their? You know, I'm not saying that that's happening, but that's where the criticism starts to come in on, on this. And, and we know what people are saying as of right now when it comes to elections already. In Oregon, as I said, they 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 prided themselves uh, on being you know some of the most forward. Um, thinking when it well, comes to mail-in ballots in, and, in, and transparency when it comes to in, in their the, elections. In the Portland metro area, oddly enough, if a Democrat is elected, I don't feel like that was because of cheating. Uh, if a Republican is elected, I think that would be because of a miracle, but not necessarily either cheating. Yeah, I, I, I know that one of the races in Oregon that they are really going to be watching because they think that this year may be the first year in a long time and i can't remember which year it was that they go republican that they go republican and the reason is that the votes could be split between a democrat and an independent Mm -hmm. um the independent by the way has been a democrat in the past and she is very popular so um the incumbent by the way is not running because they have termed out so you have three new people and uh, republicans really feel like this could be the first time in many 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 years they, they that they could have, get somebody in the office. They actually have term limits in Oregon? Mhm. Oh wow. That's exciting. 208-336-3700 pound 670 at Verizon Wireless. Uh we'll take a break here. Final check on traffic and weather when we come back we'll get to more of your uh, phone calls and uh emails. If you have uh bought peanut butter, if you bought peanut butter in the uh, past week or so or even before that uh, you may want to check out the uh, codes on that peanut butter so that you don't eat it and get sick. And by the way, this peanut butter that is being recalled has been sold in Idaho, I know, firsthand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll tell you about that coming up when we come back. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.52, you have peanut butter in your uh, pantry, in your kitchen, your cabinet. If it is uh, Jeff peanut butter, you uh, might want to check it out. J.M. Smucker recalling uh, certain types of Jeff peanut butter in the U.S. because of a potential uh, salmonella contamination. I was not aware that Smucker's owned Jeff. Yeah. Company said that peanut butter was sold nationwide, and the recall includes more than 45 different kinds of products. 
They have lot codes between 1274425 and 2140425. Company said in a statement, the lot code, by the way, if you're looking for it, is next to the best if used date on the product's packaging. I had gone Friday after our hometown breakfast across the street to uh, Walmart. Spent nearly $8 on uh, Jeff peanut butter. <laughs> I saw the story come out over the weekend. And I said, hmm, maybe I better check this out. Sure enough. You, uh, you had the, the I, I had the bad batch. The, the recalled ones? The recalled ones. So um, now my, my wife and I were trying to figure out if it's worth spending $4.5 worth of gas to go and get an $8 Jeff peanut butter jar and uh, so yeah i think now do you live adjacent to any fields uh yes you do lots of fields okay yeah uh, then i have a suggestion for how to use the peanut butter what's that mouse traps i don't we don't have any mi- mice in our i haven't seen a mouse in our house or in our yard okay so i mean every place i've ever lived where there was a field next door for some reason we had mice you had mice and i think i guess were, i think they were field mice does, does salmonella kill mice i guess you wouldn't even have to poison them then would you or 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 trap them in any way, shape, or form. I want my I want my eight bucks back. Peanut butter's expensive now. It's a good point. Anyway, eight dollars, huh? Yeah, it was seven dollars and eighty cents for a, a jar of peanut butter. I about about choked, but I really like peanut butter, so um, I don't like it enough to uh, tempt fate with salmonella. So um, the uh, peanut butter jar will remain closed. By the way, if you want to check it out, I know it was. Those are long numbers to keep track of, um, especially if you, you can Google it, which numbers are being recalled. But watch, especially for the number 425 in those numbers, 425, those lot numbers um, are, are the ones that are being recalled. And like I said, there's 45 different kinds of products. So if you have a GIF product or a JM Smuckers product, you might want to look at those codes and don't eat it because uh, salmonella mm-hmm. in, in, in rare instances can kill you, but it does make you... Uh, very sick. We are we are out of peanut butter right now, at our house. Uh, I think we generally get the store brands anyway. Uh, email in Mike at kby dot com says just postulating here thought here. Uh-huh. Very good. Monkey postulating. Uh, if there is any truth to the theory that more the more you're vaxxed, the less your immune system can protect you. What happens if we jab the vax with a smallpox vaccine? Do they develop immunity, or do we self-inflict a new pandemic of smallpox? Just wondering, we do seem to have lost the ability to think ahead. That's not a theory I hear from a lot of people, though. I, I will tell you, if you gave me the choice of getting smallpox to try to get myself built up immunity by catching smallpox or by taking a vaccine to prevent smallpox, I would definitely take the vaccine over getting smallpox because smallpox is pretty deadly yeah that's why we tried to eradicate it from the earth and almost did yeah um i mean smallpox vaccine is different it's not an mrna vaccine and the smallpox smallpox vaccine does keep you from getting smallpox the covid vaccine doesn't stop you from getting covid so, I mean, you, you can look at it those two different ways. They are yeah. two completely um, different vaccines. Joe has written in and says, what caused the baby formula crisis? In February, large supplier Abbott, Abbott Laboratories 
closed a manufacturing facility in Michigan after it recalled infant formula products after four babies taking the formula developed bacterial infections, two of whom died. Baby formula was already being affected by pandemic-related supply chain problems, but the Michigan plant closure really exacerbated things. Some Republicans have blamed shortages to the Biden administration sending baby formula to undocumented immigrants. Stephen L. Schooner, a professor of government procurement law at George Washington University, says that the amount purchased for migrants is statistically the equivalent of zero in terms of market share. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We will take a break. We'll get back to more of your phone calls and emails coming up after news at the top of the hour. It's 858. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. <sighs> Monkeypox, bird flu... COVID making a comeback again. Dog slept. COVID-19 cases are on the rise. Americans um, may not care anymore. Even in blue cities, restaurants are packed with people. Many Americans refuse to wear masks, even in blue cities, on subways or airplanes. Does this mean red states were right all along? Could mean that people are tired of wearing masks. So... If they're tired of wearing masks, should they have been at any time? Wearing masks? Wearing masks. I mean, if that's all it has to be is, oh, I'm tired of wearing masks now. <laughs> it's Even though it's, it's just as serious as before, but I'm tired of wearing masks now, I'm not going to do it anymore. Does that mean that the red states who uh, didn't enforce mask mandates, maybe they were right all along? Or is this just an election ploy because... Democrats and those blue states realize that people are sick and tired of masks and COVID. So they've basically said, crap, we have to get rid of uh, our our talking about masks and COVID because voters aren't going to elect us in November in the midterms if we don't give up on this talking point. I don't have an answer to the question. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, I don't either. That's why I didn't answer it. Meanwhile, man, if you want to if you want to be scared, you just better be happy you don't live in North Korea right now. You know what? I was already happy I don't live in North <laughs> Korea. Uh, North Korea. You remember for the last two years, we've been talking about how how amazing it is that North Korea did not have one COVID case. They were COVID free while it was rampaging throughout the world. They probably didn't have any colds, flu, heart attacks, or cancer either. North Korea, if you you listen to the reports, North Korea had their first case of COVID-19 confirmed Mm -hmm. a week ago. One week ago, North Korea now has more than two million cases in a week. (laughs) Really? You've never had COVID in the two years that it's been going through the world. One week ago, you confirmed your first case, what, what and now them, there are over 2 million cases in one week. What made them release the news that they had 2 million cases? Because I don't think anybody in the world believes that you had one last week and 2 million this week. I don't think anybody in the world believed that there was not one case over the last two years while on the other people hand, were, were getting COVID everywhere. On the other hand, we're talking about a country that, uh, not this current leader, but his father, when he was the uh, dictator of... of uh, North Korea, they put out press releases saying that he had gone golfing for the first time 
and had like <laughs> six holes six in holes ones in one, in, yeah. uh, in eighteen uh, holes, and that he had beaten everybody. And then they said the first time he went bowling, I think he bowled a perfect game. Um, in in other words, he was he was unbeatable and infallible. Let me just say, as a golfer and someone who has gone bowling, I just want to say, <coughs> crap. yeah. Uh, this <coughs> no experts um, believe that the tally, even though it's at two million people, may be even higher, given the isolated nation's lack of testing abilities and and the lack of being able to tell the truth. Apparently, and, and, well, the lack of interest in letting the whole rest of the world mm-hmm. know what's going on. The uh, outbreak started; it's believed to have started after uh, King Kim Jong Un oversaw a huge parade marking the 110th birthday anniversary of his state founding grandfather South Korean's uh, news agency said mm-hmm. so they, uh, apparently uh, people must have had covid got together for the parade and passed it among a whole bunch of other people and in a week it went from 1 to 2 million people or it could be that they've just had a large outbreak and have kept it quiet and now are finally going well maybe we better come clean and say we have had COVID this whole time. but Yeah, but why would North Korea ever say, well, we might, we better come clean? Probably because... Uh, have, have they figured out that they've if... They've been they, criticized so much going that... Yeah, have, have they figured out that if they don't get any medicine that everyone will be dead? Maybe. Who knows? It's just very interesting that they went all that time, not one single COVID case, and then in a week they went from one mm-hmm. to two million. At that rate, it's going to be four million by next week. I don't know what is the. I don't. I can't. Maybe all the total those, population of, of North. Korea. I don't know that much about Pyongyang. Maybe all those people live in the same building. Hard to say. Maybe they'll do like uh, China and just start locking everybody up inside. I mean, and I'm I'm not being facetious. In case no. you haven't heard, that they literally lock people inside, whether they've been right. Um, you know, found to be confirmed with COVID, they just have closed and locked doors so nobody can get out and about. And not just lock the doors from the outside, they put nails in the floor so you can't open the door (laughs) from the inside. North Korea, though, it it wouldn't surprise me if North Korea followed the lead of China because they've been known to do that. Uh, Dylan writes in, Mike at KBOI.com. We were talking about the Proud Boys um, being a far-right extremist group this morning and said have you seen the leader of proud boys he's far from white he's hispanic the white racist comment is way off base Hmm. however the person who founded the proud boys was white um proud boys this is from the uh southern poverty law center rank and file proud boys and leaders regularly spout white nationalist opinion and maintain affiliations with known extremists they are known for anti-muslim Misogynistic rhetoric. Proud Boys have appeared alongside other hate groups at extremist gatherings such as Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. Former Proud Boys member Jason Kessler helped organize that event, which brought together a broad coalition of extremists, including neo-Nazis and anti-Semites. Kessler said he was originally drawn to the group because of its pro-white sentiment. Um, under the definition in uh, Wikipedia, Proud Boys, American far-right neo-fascist, exclusively male organization that promotes and engages in political violence in the United States. Although the Proud Boys initially emerged as part of the alt-right, the leader distanced himself from the movement in early 2017, saying the Proud Boys were alt-light. 
while the alt-right's mm. focus was on race. In other words, all we are is proud. We're not going to cause any trouble. After he backed away from Proud Boys, that's when the person you're talking about, uh, Enrique Tario, became chairman of the Proud Boys, which he has been chairman since 2018. And yes, he is Hispanic. You almost wonder, uh, according to federal prosecutors, um, Tario has previously served as an informant to both federal and local law enforcement. Did he uh, become leader and a member of the group just so he could be an informant? I don't know. Good question. And if they know he's been an informant, if, if that's public knowledge, which it seems to be, how is he still the uh, leader? Leader. Um, seems, two, like, seems like that would be grounds for impeachment. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Joe writes in, um, or I think you read this one. This was, I wanted to get back to this, though. Is this the one um, that you read about the... Uh, Baby yeah, formula yeah. crisis on, right, on that, the border. That was, that was Joe. Yeah, I I wanted to go back to that because we didn't have time. We ran out before our hard break came there. Um, even though it is a small amount of baby formula that being claimed, and I, I know there are people that are claiming, oh, the reason we don't have baby formula is because of all of it being stored at the border for babies come across illegally. Um, I, I wanted to say that it doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with our immigration policy in the United States. And I'm on the record of saying I disagree with it wholeheartedly. We shouldn't be allowing them to come across and stay here. Um, you know, up to 2 million, over 2 million last year came in. Um, they're expecting more if uh, a federal court doesn't uphold the fact that Title 42 um, is, is trying to be stopped by the Biden administration. They expect more, maybe up to uh, 18,000 a day coming across the border. Um, but it, I don't care what your belief is in the immigration policy. If the immigration policy allows for these people to come across the border, you can't not feed them. I mean, just humanely. If if you believe in no, you human can. rights. You, you can. You can say their human right is that they have the right to go look for food. But if you have them locked up at the border... What, well, where can they go to look if, for yeah, food? If, if they're locked up, if, if they are detained or prisoners yeah. of some sort. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking it about. It is standard to feed prisoners. Yeah, yeah. It is, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, like, like I said, it doesn't matter what your feelings are in immigration. You could feel like I do and, and think that our immigration policy is crap or whatever. But the fact that we have them in our country... You still have to feed them. Yeah. You can't say, no, it's well, more important the, that we you know, send this out to other places. You've locked them up. Now you have to feed them. That, I, I, I think it was on Fox I was listening to last week. It, it, it might not have been Fox, but it seems like it was, where they said that uh, there are somewhere between two and 3,000 babies at the border, and then there are 40 million babies in the rest of the country, and that the two or 3,000 really weren't taking that much formula away from the 40 million. Uh, but I think they were uh, talked out of that at some point during the show I was watching. Um, another email in, Mike at KBUI.com. It's monkeypox you could catch, not smallpox. Why would you risk a smallpox pandemic from the vax rather than catch monkeypox, something you could easily recover from? It's endemic in Africa, you know, all over. Not a big deal except for the compromised, easily contained, etc., why risk another deadly pandemic of smallpox? 
Well, there's never been a pandemic caused by vaccine. I don't think you catch smallpox by the... I mean, I'm not a doctor here, but you might want to ask a doctor. You don't catch smallpox from getting the smallpox vaccine. Smallpox vaccine protects you from getting smallpox. Mm -hmm. It doesn't give it to you. But all vaccines give you a certain amount of the disease that they are preventing, or a certain amount of at least something similar to it. Right, but not live smallpox. You get dead So so they can activate your uh, natural immunity. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, Just to be uh, completely transparent, I don't want smallpox or monkeypox, either one, if that's what you're asking. The only one I've had is chickenpox, and it wasn't terribly pleasant. You probably have a relative that had smallpox, I would guess, if you go back far enough, right? Possibly. I don't know of any uh, uh, for sure. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. More of your phone calls coming up. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 921, he's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for being a part of the show. Remember, you can always be more of a part of the show by calling us up, 208-336-3700, pound 670. If you have a Verizon phone, Sheldon writes in, Mike, at KBY.com. To follow up your uh, topic earlier, I would define someone as far right if she or he puts the word pragmatic in a negative connotation. Conversely, someone could be far left by doing the same. Okay. Maybe that's a question to put out there. I mean, we've had a couple of people talking about, you know, far right and saying if you can't if you can't describe it, if you can't give the definition, then it's it's not far far right. Maybe it doesn't even exist. Um maybe that's the question that we ask you, the listener, this morning. 208-336-3700, pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Maybe what is far right? And and we had a, another email in, in here this morning, Mike at KBOI.com, um, claiming that far right, really, maybe it's just old-fashioned, traditional conservative values. Please describe conservative values from 20, 40, and 60 years ago and tell me how they differ from today. Do the same for the left, whose values changed. I think the right has been consistent. Please stop with the biased opinions. So what is your definition? Maybe you go ahead and give us a call. What is far right in your opinion? Or is there a far right? Is everything just conservative? There is no far right. There's no mainstream conservatism. We, we've seen the news stories. Um, Janice McGeehan, Priscilla Giddings, Ammon Bundy, just a few have been described as far right Republicans. Okay, so they're all completely anti-abortion, right? And I'm not saying they are or they aren't. I'm just saying that their description is. Maybe that's one of the things. If you're completely anti-abortion, you're further right. Although I think there are probably plenty of uh, more centrist uh, conservatives who also are are anti-abortion or pro-life, I guess. Yeah. So your your opinion, go ahead. This is, you know, non-scientific, but I'd like to know. Because of the stories we've seen and, and the emails that we've received this morning, um, is there such a thing as a far-right conservative? Or is everybody just conservative? Or, or do you just have conservatives and rhinos? Yeah. 
because you you've you've seen that too. You've you've got the other side of that where you have what I, I would call far right conservatives a, saying it's kind of this a, person is a rhino because they're yeah. not as conservative as I am. It's kind of a it's kind of a circle because if you ask people, especially those who are are critical of the right, what do you get when you go to the most extreme uh, form of being right wing? They will say fascist. Okay, now ask somebody who is conservative. What do you get if you go the furthest to the left, take it to its extreme, and you get, again, somebody who's fascist? So it's, it's, it's kind of a circle. Yeah. If you're at the top of the circle, maybe you're democratic, maybe, I mean, as far as small d, dem- democracy. Uh, and if you are at the bottom of the circle, you're a fascist. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Your thoughts, please go ahead and uh, weigh in. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Kevin Caldwell, thanks for being patient. You are on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Hey, you know, I, I called in about the baby formula thing, but real quick on that far right. I just think far right is just another imaginary box that liberals have come up with to demonize people. I don't really care for any of these places they put people. I mean, it's like Republicans. Are you conservative? Are you a rhino? Whatever. You know, we ought to just quit making boxes and quit putting people in them. Because it's, like I say, it just, it's, a, it's a false, false uh, um, suggestion that, that somebody is far this or far that. So far and left is out as well, have, then. They may be a complete liberal with a one belief that's different, so they label them as far. And it's just, it's not right. But anyhow, back to my baby formula. I disagree with you. I, I think that baby formula belongs to the people of the United States. The citizens paid for it and bought it. It belongs in their hands and their choice to do with it. As far as the immigrants coming across the border, you don't have to feed them. You just turn them around and send them back to where they got it before they crossed the border. We don't have to allow these people to cross the, the country's borders and we can send them right back. That's the law. Yeah, you're not wrong. You were you were made change. Yeah, yeah. Thank but, you for the call. Yeah, you're start. You're choosing to starve your own your own citizens, and that's a shame. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Doug B from Meridian says, "Good morning, Chris. Concerning the Catholic bishop, no matter what level of leaders, biblically, regardless of who they are, uh, not supposed to judge. That's only for God to do. So they are incorrect on judgment." Uh, it does say, judge not, lest ye be judged. On the other hand, there are plenty of examples in the Bible of people who did get judged for certain acts. Uh, Dennis, Mountain Home, thank you for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Hello. I was just making a comment on the thing about the smallpox vaccine. Uh, my understanding is back about 1837, 1837, that's when the first human trials were done. It found that Milkmaids that had mean blisters from cowpox never got smallpox. Hence, that's where our vaccines come from. And just on the other notes, I've been listening to all this stuff about COVID. And uh, if you look back about 20, 25 years, we've had AIDS, SARS, MERS, Zika, avian, uh, we, with COVID-19, we have all kinds of stuff. About every swine flu. Years. Don't forget the swine flu. That was, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I kind of made Ebola. Horrible. And then we're sitting there messing around with all this politicizing, you know, this uh, COVID. We, 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 have, we have a new one coming. I mean, with 8 billion people, we have a new one coming. That's all I got to say. All right. Where, where a lot of the... What's that? Where a lot of the politics comes into it is when one side says, well, we have experts, oh, yeah. and we have experts, and they say this. 
And the other side, rather than just taking their word for it, says, no, your experts are wrong. We have experts, too. You know, that's amazing. The six-foot rule was established back in 1837. That's how far we've come with that one. Mm-hmm. And the first human trial of six murders were condemned to death. I guess King Philip or second or somebody said, take this small button, take this vaccine they made from the milkmaid's blisters. If you live, you're free. And all six of them took it, and all six of them lived. First human trial. So, anyway, a little bit of history there. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Dennis. Appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for the information. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670. And your Verizon wireless phone uh, lines are open right now. If you want to get through to us, talk about what we're talking about. Also, um, opening it up to what, in your opinion, this is just your opinion. There's no right or wrong here. What, in your opinion, is considered far right? Or is there such or, a thing as far right? Or far left. Or far left. Go ahead and weigh in if you would like right now. 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Tidal Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Nine thirty-six. Jeez, Chris Weldon, I'm Mike Casper. Two hundred eight, three three six, thirty-seven hundred pounds, six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Our last twenty minutes of the show. Once again, want you to be able to weigh in. I'm I'm just curious with the discussion that we've seen recently after the primary election. You have people referring to some of the candidates as far right, some of the beliefs as far right. Um, I would say if you don't believe that there is a far right, that means you really can't believe that there is such a thing as rhinos either. Why is that? Because if you're if you're calling somebody that doesn't believe that you're as far right as they are a rhino, mm. that, that would mean that there is a far right. So you really can't say, well, no, there's no such thing as far right. Well, then where where does the rhino come come in? Because you, well, know, rhino. Defi- you definitely can't call a rhino a Democrat. Rhino, uh, I, I think, would be somebody who, I mean, it, it is kind of a relative term, but it, it's somebody who claims to be a Republican, but votes more like a Democrat. So it doesn't have that much to do with far right. If 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 you say you are right of the line, and they say, no, you seem to be left of the line, and they would call you a rhino. Right. Here, Here's what I've always considered to be far right and far left. Uh Okay, if, if you're if you're conservative, you're on the right side of the spectrum. If you are liberal, you're on the left side. If you believe that everybody should be forced to think and live the way you do, and you're on the right, then you're probably far right. If you believe that everybody should be forced to think and live like you do, and you're on the left, you're probably far left. And like I said, both of them end up, end up being fascism mm-hmm. because both of them end up having the government step in and say, here's what you can and can't do. Here's what you can and can't think in some cases. Here's what you can and can't say. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you'd like to weigh in over the last couple of uh, minutes of our show today, I, I'm just curious with all the talk, and, and, and I mean, we've, we've had a couple of emails this morning complaining about it, um, you know, with all the talk of far-right Republicans, far-left Democrats, what, what is your definition? Or is there such a thing? As a far right Republican, is it just all Republicans and some believe in certain things other, and it's just name calling, like Rhino? 
208-336-3700. Matt and Caldwell, I find the hypocrites in this country pretty funny. All these righteous anti-abortion people uh, who want to save every life, but yet everyone seems to just not give a darn that our whole country is being invaded at the southern border by an unknown number of criminals that those babies get to grow up living around. Uh, worry about the important stuff first, people. You care about the baby's lives, but you don't care about uh, when it's taken by an illegal. Okay. Uh, Clay and Eagle, good morning. You're on well, News Talk for the, KBR. For the record, I think we're anti-murder, no matter who does it. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hey, I was just curious, you know, your question about what makes a, a white group, or I don't know how you're phrasing it, what makes uh, someone a supremacist or whatever. i got a different answer question for you um can you imagine if there was a white caucus in congress what would that be called well, it, it called, used to be called, called yeah it, it used to be called congress <laughs> ha, ha, ha. so if there was a group of white congressmen who got together and said they're going to have a white congress caucus what would the press how would the press recover that they would call it a white supremacist group so apparently any group that identifies itself as a white group is a supremacist group. Any group that declares itself that way on another skin, like say La Raza, which the organization's name literally means the race. If a white group of people said they were going to start an organization called the race, what would it be referred to in the press as? Probably white. As a, as a racist group, though, yeah. would it not be considered a racist group because it's basing its membership on the race that is joining it? So apparently it is perfectly okay for minorities to have racist groups, is my as my point, we have uh, yeah. we have multiple groups that identify themselves as by skin color. If you are a member of the minorities, you can get away with that. You can. If you are... You True. can. If you cannot do that as a white person, you have to be right. inclusive. So uh, a, in this particular country, West yeah. double standard here. It, well, it's 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 based not on just what's going on today. Like, okay, you're black, you're white, so you get to be in this group and you get to be in this group. It's based on hundreds of years of the way the country operated. That uh, for a long time, uh, white people did oppress other races and and were. Uh, completely in charge and leaving other people out of the possibilities of making wealth, different things like that, of establishing any kind of, uh, uh, you know, toehold in the government. And so the races that were for the longest time uh, looked down upon or uh, denied the same rights as everybody was supposed to have, they still are, are looked upon as okay if they have organizations that are trying to promote their group. Now, the, the one that was in the majority and, and doing the oppressing, and, and of course it wasn't everybody, just in general, but the, the ones that were in the majority and doing the oppressing, generally if, if you have a group saying, hey, let's have more of that, then people say, no, you're wrong. And that's, that's mostly in this country. Because like in most countries, like for instance in France, if you are a group and you say, well, I'm pro-everything French, I don't want this country to become anything but French, nobody looks down on you really. They don't say, well, gosh, we always thought France should have more people who aren't French. Okay. Thank you for the call, uh, Clay. Appreciate it. Uh, Steve in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning. Uh, far right and far left, huh? Well, you know, I don't think anybody on the far right wants to be anti-government. We just want limited government. 
Our Constitution tells us we're supposed to have a limited government. And, you know, that's what we learned, what I learned in school anyway. The far left wants government to be in control of everything. Those are the two far-right extremes. And I think the left is more far-left than the right is far-right because we all need to, I mean, you know, freedom is one of the things that we thrive on in this country. And we don't seem to be thriving on it, do we? Are the are are the far the right actually libertarians? Well, I I think a lot of them are, but they're nobody's anti-government. We're anti-big government, and, and you know we, we understand the need to have some government. We just don't uh, understand the need to have total control by the government. So, in your opinion, yeah. Steve, is there such a thing as far right, or are they all just right? Well, conservative. Yeah, far, far right would be no government at all. And, and so the anarchist. Total chaos, anarchy, where, where the gangs rule. And yeah, there's places where the gangs do rule. Uh, hopefully not here, but it seems like some of the gangs are uh, ruling in some areas of the country, just not everywhere, because there's not enough uh, gang members. Where, you know, we, yeah. we try to control them. And, you know, law enforcement is uh, kind of needed to uh, help control those gangs. And the gang is just a replacement for a family. When the family goes south, then the gangs kind of thrive. Thank you for the call. Belong. Thank you for the call, Steve. Appreciate it. At least, yeah. we've, at least we've embraced the spirit of togetherness. Mike and Boise, good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. Good morning. I was listening earlier this morning. Uh, I could care less about Speaker Pelosi and her communement. I'm I'm just tired of hearing about all of it. Uh, I think I think a lot of people are are that way. But the one thing I saw on national news that should be the wake up call was that we are having to import baby formula now from Europe. Um, I mean that ought to be a big signal of why can't we manufacture it ourselves anymore? Well, uh, I we I, get, I think we can. The problem came from a huge manufacturer that, and I can't remember the percentage, but it was a large percentage of the baby formula um, was shut down because of quality problems. And Abbott, is Abbott Laboratories in Michigan, I believe is, is the name of the company. And they've been shut down yes. since uh, early this year. Yes, and I, and I fully understand that. But I think the signal is, is, okay, why can't they get up and going? Why can't we get the inspectors in um, and get it going? But, again, that we're having to rely on stuff being shipped from another country to survive. And, of course, I, I didn't have any baby formula when I was born. Maybe that's why I'm conservative. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I mean, I told that to a friend, and they said, that's your problem. But um, we, we rely on everything, and, and I remember asking my mother before she died, did, did we have disposable diapers? And she says, no, we had real ones, and we had to wash them. And I'm glad you're not in them anymore. And, uh, you know, but, again, that, that was the signal I saw on national news that concerned me, uh, is that we can't get something corrected that fast. Uh, but we're worrying about everything that we don't know what the answer of the Supreme Court's going to do. And like I said, uh, 
the Catholic Church. I was raised a Catholic. I went to church every Sunday by my mother pulling my ear and told to sit down and kneel at certain times. So you had listen to somebody. You had a drug problem. You were drugged to church every Sunday. <laughs> I was I was drugged to church, and then I was told to sit, kneel, and had to listen to somebody talking in a language I didn't know what he was saying. So anyway, with that, have a good day. Thank you, man. And by the way, you could understand. I, I still remember the song they sang in church. My father plays dominoes better than your father plays dominoes. <laughs> I remember that Latin very well. <laughs> hey, thank you for the call, Mike. Appreciate it. Bye. We didn't do a lot of land, uh, Latin chanting in my church. KBY News Time, 947. One more segment on the way. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 9.52, he's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. A couple of text messages to uh, get here this morning. Says, I don't believe there is a difference between right and far right. The difference is how they want to pursue those beliefs through persuasion, or through force. All right. Uh, Another text message. I don't know what far right is or far right left is, but I do know what far out is. You guys rock. Oh, that's nice of you. (laughs) Farm out. Uh, Jim writes in, uh, I think a better way to say it is right of center or left of center. I would definitely call the reps referred to this morning as right of center, but not far-right or far-right-wing uh, extremists. The militias are a, big, a better example of far-right. Uh, Mark says the far-left wishes to dismantle the nation and replace with Marxism. The far-right believes the far-left is sincere in this desire, but have given up on political solutions to reverse course and return to constitutional constraints and push for immediate reversal of leftist gains with no compromise. And he must believe this because he wrote it and then wrote it to us again three minutes later. Um, another email in uh, Mike at KBY.com. Once again, if a double vaxxed and boost, if the double vaxxed and boosted have weakened immune system like it's proving to be, uh, report please on vax results in Canada and England. Why risk a smallpox pandemic over a controllable monkeypox? Monkey is not the same as small. You're 100% right. And once again, I, I will say it again. Smallpox vaccine cannot give you smallpox because the smallpox vaccine contains no smallpox in it. Smallpox vaccine comes from cowpox. That's what they used to eradicate smallpox in the United States. They've quit giving smallpox since the 70s, sometime in the 70s, because smallpox was considered eradicated from the United States. Now, smallpox has no smallpox vaccine in it, so it cannot in any way, shape, or form, cause the spread or cause somebody to even get though, smallpox. Even There was a time when it was considered to be eradicated from the earth. However, it still existed in laboratories, and, and the reason for that is they needed to have it in case, for some reason, it sprung up someplace else. They needed to have uh, vaccines for it. Matt says, if the Catholic Church allows birth control, they will lose all funding from the next generation. They need all the funding they can get to pay off all the suits against priests. Uh, why would they lose funding from the next generation? Generally, the next generation is always a little bit more uh, liberal and progressive than the previous generation. I, you know, I, I, 
I talked to a, a person this weekend, and I don't know if this is true or not, but they know somebody who has been involved for a long time in, in the church, especially here in the Treasure Valley. I'm talking Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And their claim is the Catholic Church is in serious trouble when it comes to fundraising and, and money. And part of that is because of the suits and lawsuits that they've had to pay off. More importantly, there are just not enough people becoming priests. And you just are going to lose churches and dioceses because there's not enough people entering the priesthood anymore. Hmm. And they claim that, I mean, the Catholic Church is going to be, as far as its existence, in real trouble over the next century. KBY Newstime, 9.55. That's going to do it for us today. We'll be on a 20-hour break. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow. I'll uh, be talking to you once again. If you want to keep those emails coming in, please feel free. Mike at KBY.com or Chris at KBY.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow.